Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 2nd of March. India recorded 7,554 new COVID-19 cases and 223 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stood at over 4 crore 29 lakh, while the death toll crossed 5 lakh 14 thousand. The number of new infections is 9.24% higher than yesterday's count. As per the Health Ministry, the active COVID-19 cases comprise 0.20% of the total infections and the national recovery rate has improved to 98.60%. So far, India has administered over 178 crore COVID-19 vaccinations, of which Over 8 lakh 55 thousand doses were given yesterday. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 433 million people, claiming the lives of over 5.9 million people. According to a study published in the journal Science Translational Medicine, antibodies produced by two doses of mRNA vaccines against the original and early variants of SARS-CoV-2 virus. wane substantially over time and offer essentially no protection against omicron the study examined antibodies in serum samples from 48 healthcare professionals with experimental versions of the parent virus and the alpha beta delta and omicron variants in the west bengal municipal elections The Trinamool Congress recorded a landslide victory by winning in 102 municipalities the Indian Express reported The West Bengal State Election Commission had today counted votes for 108 civic bodies that had seen a voter turnout of 77% Of the 102 civic bodies won by the TMC there is no opposition in 31 municipalities Mamta Banerjee the TMC chief congratulated the party's winning candidates while expressing gratitude over the overwhelming mandate on the polling day there were several reports of alleged intimidation by the tmc workers electoral malpractices and an attack on journalists from various parts of the state amid these reports the bjp has demanded for a repoll The party had called for a 12-hour strike in the state on Monday against the civil poll violence and alleged electoral malpractices. These charges, however, were denied by the TMC. In the municipality elections, the left front won the Taherpur municipality in Nadia district and the newly formed Humro party won the Darjeeling constituency. The BJP, a major opposition party in the West Bengal Assembly elections, failed to win even a single seat. The Congress also didn't manage to secure any seat in the municipalities. Speaking of elections, our team of reporters and producers are still on the ground in the poll-bound states like Uttar Pradesh, catching the pulse of the voters to bring you a comprehensive account of issues that truly matter. You can check out their reportage under the Assembly Elections 2022 tab on our website www.newslaundry.com. While you are there, do check the recent report by Akanksha Kumar and Shivangi Saxena on the Uttar Pradesh elections. It is titled 
Brahmin self-respect versus Vikas. Why UPs Chilupar and Sadar may vote differently. To continue bringing you stories that matter, we need your support. We are not funded by the government or private corporations. What we do is possible only because our subscribers pay to keep our news platform running. Help us keep the spirit of independent news alive. Go to newslaundry.com and hit the red subscribe button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at rupees 300 only. Today, the Bombay High Court allowed activist Anand Telumbade, who was arrested under UAPA in the Elgar Parishad case, to visit his mother in Chandrapur from 8th to 10th March after the death of his brother Milind Telumbade, who was also a Maoist leader, Baran Bench reported. A division bench of justices Sunil B Shukre and Govinda A Sanap heard the case with senior counsel Mihir Desai. Desai argued that the trial court had rejected Anand's application on the grounds of his regular bail plea pending before the high court. Advocate Sandesh Patil, appearing for the National Investigative Agency, filed an affidavit opposing the plea and said that the court should allow Anand to visit his mother and return with an escort without granting him a bail request for a few days. The court said that all expenses of police escort shall be borne by the Maharashtra government. The bench said, and I quote, "Death is death. He may be an accused." he may have been involved in activities but then ultimately he was the present applicant's brother there has been a loss of human life unquote anand's earlier writ petition had challenged the constitutional validity of section 43d5 of the uapa that creates obstacle for an accused to be granted bail he had stated that it violates article 14 equality before law and article 21 right to life of the constitution russian ambassador designate denis alipo said today that russia was working to put in place humanitarian corridors for the safe evacuation of indian nationals stranded in conflict zones in eastern ukraine and will conduct an investigation into the death of an indian student in kharkiv according to hindustan times meanwhile The union government told the Kerala High Court today that Prime Minister Narendra Modi has spoken to the leaders of Russia, Ukraine, Romania, Slovak Republic and Poland regarding safety and facilitation of evacuation of Indian nationals from Ukraine and more flights including those of the Indian Air Force are being sent to evacuate them from the war-hit country. Alipo while offering condolences to the family of the 21-year-old Indian medical student in Kharkiv said that the Russian side intends to stop the military operations in Ukraine as soon as possible since the situation is turning out to be a tragedy for both the countries India had earlier asked its citizens to leave Kyiv immediately amid increased tensions in the area in Kyiv More than 70 Ukrainian soldiers were killed as Russian artillery fired on a military base in Okhterka city that lies between Kharkiv and Kyiv. As per reports in NDTV, 31 evacuation flights will be operated to Ukraine's neighboring countries for evacuation of Indians stranded in Eastern Europe.
Today, the Kerala High Court upheld the ban on Media One TV, a Malayalam TV channel, according to the Indian Express. The bench, comprising Chief Justice S. Mani Kumar and Justice Shaji P. Charlie, heard the case and while citing security reasons, refused to lift the ban imposed by the union government. Earlier, on 8th February, a single judge bench of Justice N. Nagresh had upheld the ban imposed by the Union Information and Broadcast Ministry, which refused to renew the transmission license of the channel, post the refusal to security clearance by the Ministry of Home Affairs. The judge, after pursuing the MHA files, observed that there were material and intelligence reports that supported the ban on the channel, citing enough evidence to deny permission for the renewal of its license. Madhyamam Broadcasting Limited, the company that runs Media One TV, then approached the High Court. The court said, and I quote, Based on the inputs from various intelligence agencies, the MHA had formed a committee of officers, which found that the security clearance for the channel should not be renewed. The MHA also considered the entire facts and decided to accept the recommendations of the committee of officers. I find that there are inputs which justify the decision of the MHA. Therefore, I propose to dismiss the petition." Unquote. The centre had told the court that they were denying the channel's licence based on intelligence inputs which were sensitive and secretive in nature and thereby didn't disclose the reasons for denial, which was, as they stated, in the interest of national security. In March 2020, soon after the Delhi riots, Media One had been temporarily prohibited from telecasting for being critical towards Delhi police and RSS. The ban was lifted after the government faced widespread criticism. On the seventh day of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, there were reports of the Russian airborne troops landing in Kharkiv, the second largest city in Ukraine, while the Russian military has claimed to have taken control of Kherson, a city on the southern side of Ukraine, according to the Indian Express. According to a Reuters report, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has stated that nearly 6,000 Russians have been killed in the invasion. US President Joe Biden, during his first State of the Union address, remarked that he would make Russia pay a price for its invasion of Ukraine. The US announced a ban on Russia from its airspace while claiming that the Russian president met with a wall of strength in Ukraine. Meanwhile, the World Bank has announced that it is preparing a $3 billion aid package for Ukraine, which would include $350 million in immediate funds, according to NDTV. Yesterday, the European Union banned Russian state media outlets and Sputnik from broadcasting in the bloc. The United Nations International Court of Justice has also said that it would hold public hearings on Ukraine's allegations of genocide by Russia on 7th and 8th March 2022. According to the UN's refugee agency, over 6,77,000 people have fled Ukraine since Russia's invasion, with the numbers increasing rapidly. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow.
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.